right, that was a little bit of Bad Baby from Sarah Jaffe. And standing by to join us is Nayana Baskar from right here from UCI. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, as I said, I read about you in the OC Register right on the front page, uh, Students in Crisis. First, let me ask you this. Was it tough to decide that you were going to be featured in an article about this? It actually really was. Um, I was questioning whether I should, because I'm, like, thinking about the future, as people read this, what type of response I'm going to get, even for career-wise, like, is this going to affect me or not? And that's, that's kind of a bummer, because that's why there's stigma, you know? So right. it's harder to share these things um, because of the consequences that can come out of it. Let me just say this. I feel like... It was a very brave, wonderful thing you did because, as I mentioned to you before we went on, there are other people in the community, even younger, that are going through stuff, and I think they can empathize and learn from your braveness. Yeah, um, and that's exactly why I wanted to share a story because um, through the organizations I've been involved in, um, I've been part of the peer support group at UCI, and the main thing that really connected us was sharing our stories. And through this vulnerability, we're able to connect and know that we're not alone. And so that really impacted me. So for the listeners that are not familiar, and by the way, your name is pronounced Nayana? Yes, Nayana. Nayana. Could you tell a little bit about what we're talking about? Yeah. So I've struggled with anxiety and depression since I was in middle school. And I didn't really recognize it until I came to university. And um, coming from a cultural background um, that doesn't really recognize mental illness, um, I felt very isolated um, from that. And Mm -hmm. so I felt kind of alone trying to navigate this by myself. But through UCI and finding support groups and mentors, I was able to um, figure out how I can cope better with this. That's fantastic. I want to mention you're part of No Strings Attached and ASUCI's Mental Health Commission. Could you talk about that a little? Yeah. So uh, my introduction into advocating for mental health um, policy change on campus was through No Strings Attached. I met someone who was really passionate about bringing together students on campus because we noticed that UCI can specifically be a very isolated community, so this is supposed to be a peer support group where we talked about different mental health issues like anxiety, um, it can be you know, bipolar, depression, suicide, whatever it was, and so it was really a space for us to come and share, and um, through that, I connected a lot with the people around me and with other students. And um, I later got involved in student government um, where I started helping plan the annual Reclaim Mental Conference. Mm -hmm. And through this, I really saw the impact that just having a space for people to come share had because it seemed like students didn't really feel like they can open up to even their friends. That's terrible. But when they were... Yeah, when they were giving the space, though, like knowing that there's no judgment whatsoever, um, they wanted to open up and they felt more relieved because of that. That's wonderful. 
I'm, I'm looking at you. There's a picture of you on the OC register, and you're doing yoga. So tell me about meditation yoga and what role that plays in your life now. So meditation yoga has really been tremendously involved in my healing. It's given me an opportunity to be more comfortable in my body, especially since um, I've been through certain childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. I felt very um, not connected to my body. So yoga gives me this opportunity to really come and feel my body, be in my body, and show myself that self-compassion and self-love. And meditation really offers me the space and time to reflect on what I'm doing in my life and how that's affecting me and just go ahead and improve myself from there on. So it's really helpful in managing my anxiety and depression. It's, I never realized the importance of breathing until I took a yoga class and I say, you know, feel your breath, listen to your breath. I mean, because I'm, I'm not very present at times. You know, my mind's all over the place. And right. it helps ground you. Yeah, it really does. And just practicing that, like, on the daily, um, you know, if you're put into a tough situation and you feel like you can't get out of it, you just come back to the breath and it really grounds you, like you said. Right. What advice would you give uh, kids, even if they're high schoolers or middle schoolers, who are going through, you know, these periods of depression and anxiety? I would say that you're not alone in this, and there's many people. Each person has their own mental health story, and yours is unique just as the next person. And it's really about finding that support system that can get you through those tough days where your anxiety is really high or you feel very depressed and finding different ways to cope with it. So I know talk therapy is one of the mainstream ways to deal with um, depression, anxiety, and other mental health disorders. Um, But there's many other modalities out there, like there's yoga therapy, there's, um, there's writing therapy, dance therapy, so many different modalities out there. So I really encourage you to see what really resonates with you. I always feel like, because I've had my own personal struggles, and I know other people that have too, that you have to shift your mindset, like find something that you enjoy, you know, whether it's jumping on a trampoline or taking a walk or roller skating or anything that, you know, that put takes you out of that mindset and shifts it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... It's recognizing when you're about to go to that state and then knowing, hey, like, I recognize this and, you know what, like, I want to change this. I don't want to get to the point where um, I'm just paralyzed by my anxiety. And so then you realize what works for you. So maybe it's going out to the park and taking a walk. It can even be watching a video or talking to a friend, um, just something that helps you get out of that mental state you're headed to. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to talk to people, whether it's a therapist, family, because especially if you can't open up to your friends and family, you know, you need other people. Yes, yeah, exactly. So uh, if people wanted to reach out to you, maybe send you an email or, you know, are you on Facebook? If they wanted to send you some kind of message or ask you a question, are you available? Yeah, I am. I'm on Facebook. I have Instagram as well if people want to connect with me through that. Um, also, you know, you can email me. I'm very open to talking to people about this. That's great. And do you want to give out your email? Yeah, it's n 
Bhaskar at uci.edu. And it's spelled N-B-H-A-S-K-A-R at uci.edu. Perfect. Any last bit of advice before we wrap up? I would say, you know, just follow really what you want to do. Follow your passion. And if you feel like you're in a stump or you're stuck somewhere, always reach out and just keep going. I think that's great. Thank you so much for calling the show. I really appreciate it. I think what you have to say is helpful to so many kids at any age. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. That was Nayana Baskar calling in. Again, I read about her in uh, the Orange County Register in an article called Students in Crisis. And uh, it was a very powerful article. I posted, uh, posted it on Facebook, on my Facebook page, uh, Janine Bernstein. You'll never spell that. It's J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. Uh, there's a link up there. I'll also put it on my show blog a little, in a little while. GetTheFunkOutShow.KUCI.org. Her complete bio is on there, and there'll be uh, a link to this conversation. So we'll take a little break, and then I have another guest calling in. Uh, here's a really interesting one. Uh, I don't know if any of you remember The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, if you used to watch that. It's a great show. Daphne Maxwell-Reed is calling in. She's an iconic TV mom of the 1990s. She was on uh, that show for three seasons as Aunt Vivian. So she's going to call us in just a bit. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. <laughs> 